Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We're continuing to look at uh, Isaiah chapter 8, a word I really, really think that is for us today. And if you haven't heard the previous two or three episodes, go back and check them out. <laughs> because in verse 11 of Isaiah, listen to what it says here. For thus the Lord spoke to me. So the Lord speaking to Isaiah. And he says, he spoke to me with mighty power and instructed me not to walk in the way of this people. Saying, you are not to say it is a conspiracy in regard to all that this people call a conspiracy. And you are not to fear what they fear or be in dread of it. So the people of the Lord, okay, the people of the Lord, and this applies to us, folks. The people of the Lord are not to walk in the things that the world fears. And we're not to dread the way that the world does. He says, what they fear, you don't fear. What they dread, you don't dread. Because we are a peculiar people. We are a different people. We are literally... Uh, the people of the Lord, and the Lord is ours. He tells us in verse 13, it is the Lord of hosts whom you should regard as holy. And he shall be your fear, and he shall be your dread. So we are not to fear in the way that the world fears. We're not to dread in the way that the world dreads. Right now, we're in the midst of a media-created hype and hysteria uh, really, basically, unlike anything I've ever seen before, uh, uh, they they are creating tremendous fear in relationship to uh, the coronavirus. This March twenty twenty at the time of me doing this podcast, <clears throat> and it, it's just amazing to watch. If you share just factual things with people, they don't want to hear facts. Man is reacting. They are being led as lemmings. They're being herded like chickens when you turn the lights off in the chicken house. I mean, it's crazy to see what it is. We as believers cannot act and react that way. And that's what the Lord is telling us right here. Now, I'm going to pick up verse 19. We left off in the previous episode and press on. Verse 19 says this. When they say to you, consult the mediums and the spiritists who whisper and mutter, should not a people consult their God? Should they consult the dead on behalf of the living? Now, we talked about this in various places and various times and things, but literally this stuff is very, very real, okay? These, uh, uh, what they call in the King James, the familiar spirits, okay? They're very real, and he says, don't consult these things. Don't have anything to do with these things, okay? They're real. You can't consult the dead. You can do that, but that thing that's speaking to you is not the dead person. It is an ungodly spirit that's seeking to deceive you. The Lexham actually says, if they say, consult the ghost and the spirits, those who chirp and those who mutter, the ESV says, are the mediums and the necromancers. It's the same idea. The bottom line is this. He said, why are the people of God not consulting the God, consulting God? That's what they're doing. They're saying, hey, we need to go to the mediums, the spiritists, the necromancers, the ghosts, the spirits, the familiar spirits, the wizards, as the King James says. We need to go to them. And he said, should not the people of the Lord inquire of the Lord? That's a great question for us today, folks. Where are the people of the Lord inquiring of the Lord? 
We must do that. And not just in this thing or that thing, in everything. Inquire of the Lord. Now, verse 20. To the law and to the testimony, if they do not speak according to this word, it is because they have no dawn. Verse 21. They will pass through the land hard-pressed and famished, and it will turn out that when they are hungry, they will be enraged and cursed. And they'll curse their king and their God as they face upward. Then they will look to the earth and behold darkness and distress, the gloom of anguish, and they will be driven away into darkness. Folks, even the people of the Lord, if they don't inquire of the Lord, if they don't seek of the Lord, the Lord will do what we see in Romans chapter 1. He will turn them over. He'll hand them over. He'll give them over. They just give them over. Now, that is Isaiah 8. We've looked at that in the previous three or four episodes. And I encourage you to go back and just read through that and meditate upon that. There's a lot of levels of understanding of various things. There's an immediate understanding of what's about to happen to the children of Israel. But then there's also principles for us to understand. Now, I want to tie this in with Psalm 91, the 91st Psalm. You will be very, very familiar with several of the verses in this psalm. But I want us to see today, just getting started in it, the principle behind this. The first verse in the 91st Psalm says this, He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. And you go, oh, I've heard that verse before. Sure, yeah. Like I said, you're going to hear several of these verses. But understand what he's saying to us right here. He's calling us to dwell in the shelter of the Most High. Let me read it again. He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. You have this dwelling thing going on, okay? You have this abiding thing going on. How many times have we talked about abiding, right? And we'll abide in the shadow of the Almighty. Let's see what the other translations say. The King James says this. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. So that dwelling, the shelter, is the secret place. The English standard says this, He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. Then the lexum, One who lives in the secret place of the Most High will lodge in the shadow of Shaddai. <laughs> Isn't that great? It's the reason there's such benefit reading different uh, translations because of the various nuances of the words that are chosen to try to interpret the original language. Okay, it's just great. He tells us that we are to live in that secret place and to lodge in that secret place, which is the shadow of the Almighty. Now, let me read verse 2. We'll be done for the day. It says this, I will say the Lord, my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Now, you know, most believers, people who profess to be believers, would say, oh, yeah, I believe that, I believe that. Even most true believers will say, yes, that's exactly what I believe, that my refuge and my fortress is God, and it's in God that I trust. And that is great, and that is what we're supposed to do. But let me tell you what, folks, too often our deeds, what we do, what we say, doesn't necessarily align with this. And what we see is that we walk in the same cares and concerns of the world. 
We walk in the same fear and the same dread of the world. We profess that the Lord is my refuge and my fortress and my God, and we're going to trust in the Lord. But then we turn around and act the same way as the world does, and we live in fear and we live in dread. Not fear of the Lord, not dread of the Lord, but fear of situation and circumstance and of man. And the Lord tells us not to do that. And I tell you, the thing that we're facing right now, this is just the beginning of a little training ground. But folks, if we're not willing to trust the Lord, now I'm not talking about walking in wisdom. You walk in the wisdom of the Lord. You walk in the wisdom of knowledge, okay? I'm not talking about that foolishness that people are throwing in your face. But what I am saying is you do not walk in the fear of man. You don't walk in the dread of the situation the way that man sees it. We take our refuge in the Lord, realizing that He is our fortress, that we trust Him, and we abide, realizing that we're abiding in the shadow of the Almighty. And you're going to see some things in this 91st Psalm that actually speaks to what's happening with the coronavirus thing. The reason the media is hyping this all up, the political things are hyping this all up, is to create a populace that operates in fear and that will really volunteer to hide and sequester themselves away and to literally shut down their lives because of fear. And don't make the mistake of, of thinking that this is not on purpose. This type of fear is political expediency to drive a people toward a particular goal. We as a believer are not to participate in that kind of thing. We are to be the lights that shine in the darkness of the firmament to lead the people to righteousness. Psalm 91, read it. We'll continue on through it. Again, I'm Dale, and I'll see you in the next episode. Goodbye.